Welcome to Satsang, everybody. Mm. Thank you, Debbie, for the, the beautiful playing. <coughs> so without moving your body at all, rest on the inside. which supports the resting, that resting place, let it disappear. place of rest. And let that which supports you disappear. And if mind is not running the show, something will be perfectly fine with this. Perfectly fine with nothing and then the absence of nothing. seen by what you really are because there aren't two Whatever faculty of the working mind is needed to live a life that will continue. 
even when the bulk of what feels like your attention is at home in the absence of nothing. Life doesn't need the investment of your attention and your interest in order for it to continue. It will unfold perfectly fine without you. Your life is being lived by who you think you are. What you really are doesn't do any of this. What you really are is beyond all of it. <coughs> and so play with bringing just, just enough attention back into the room, into the stories that for sure are going to come up tonight. Bring just enough attention for participation. Don't lose yourself in drama, in stories, imagining that there's real issues, real lives. Phenomenally, yes, but actually, it's just story. This is just a movie. It's not to be denied, just seem to be what it is, a movie. just enough attention to participate. Let's see if, let's see if you can do that. And let's open the chair. This afternoon, I was on a subway going to a doctor's appointment, and thinking about what we've been investigating this weekend. I mean, if thinking's going to happen, might as well be thinking about that. In, in that gap where I wasn't, some understanding must have happened. Okay, can you guys hear? No, not much. A bit. Okay. Tiny more volume. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so a, a crack happened, and in that gap where I wasn't, 
some understanding must have happened because insights started coming in. Insights. Insights started coming in. I had been thinking about how for the last few months I've been living in a place of all is well and feeling this this warm support for whatever was happening. And after this crack, I realized that where the understanding came from, there is no well, there is no unwell. Words there have absolutely no meaning. Yes. I mean, um, you can have heaven, hell, good, bad. Um, it's same, same. Yes, it's same, same. Okay. There's uh-huh. no difference. Uh-huh. And that, that was like the, the first time that I understood, you know, how when sometimes when people ask why, and somebody like you will answer why not, it's the first time I understood it, because when there's no difference, there's just as much meaning and why not? That's just as valid. Yes. Yeah. And um, it seemed to me like when when we talk about mind not being able to go somewhere, yes. it, to me it's always been a physical kind of thing. You you go to the end of, edge of the cliff and you can't go there. But it's it's not even that. It's just that mind has no meaning. In that place. Yes. Just. Yes. Just. Yes. Yeah. So on the after dealing with the appointment, and I'm on the subway back, and all of a sudden it's like everything, the people, the seats. It was just the word that came was. Unsubstantial. There just was no substance. Substance there, substantial. And it was the first time that I I realized that, okay, if I'm seeing something unsubstantial, then I can't be substantial either. I mean, it's it's tied. It's tied. Mm -hmm. So... It was like, it was like experiencing, I mean, it seemed like experiencing was happening. Okay. Um, But it didn't feel like there was an experiencer or an experience. But that, I don't know, I mean, that's, that's something that I would have to ask you because that's what it seemed like. And this is the first time I used the word seemed because everything else just was so obvious to me. I didn't, you know, didn't have to question it. But this was something that I I would love, you know, for you to just say yes, no, whatever. Sure, sure. And just just to quickly wrap up, um, I could see, I could see my mind 
getting all concerned about, okay, from here, um, how will your behavior be loving or kind or compassionate? And it was like, the behavior's just going to happen. How can you possibly box in freedom? And I remember many, many, many years ago when Byron Katie got a facelift and people were saying, oh, how can a spiritual person do that? And all of a sudden it was like as plain as can be, you know, freedom is not going to be tied to a concept of spirituality and what behavior should be or shouldn't be applied in that respect. So, yes. so I was got off at the right station, <laughs> got myself home, I showered, but it just felt like motions. Yes. And, um, and a little while later I, I realized my mind and my body must have been in shock because I went through about half an hour of shaking. Like yes. what happens when you're in shock? Okay. The body just has to somehow or other get rid of yes. that stuff. So that's, that's what I had happen this afternoon. That was an eventful visit to the doctor. Yes, it was. <laughs> eventful subway trip. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and the only the only other thing that I thought was, well, I I mean I I couldn't eat a supper. I just drank yeah. some protein yeah. drink, and and yeah, that was all I could handle. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm not going to. Um, uh, do the one thing that I had had an, not an appointment for, but an agreement to do. I'm just going to call up and say, I'm not feeling myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I figure that's truthful. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. So the question in there about experiencing. So you saw that the triad, like, so, so we, we normally operate with, with a triad, like with dualism, but we add in a third as if two isn't enough. Right. So there's yourself and there's the object of your experience, whatever it is, the cup of coffee or the, the cash you're going to rub or something. And then there's the experience itself. So there's, you know, there's that which you experience and, and yourself and then the experience. See, yeah. So if you take away you and you take away the object because the subject-object disappears. Right. So there's just experiencing itself. The term that's used for this is direct experience. Oh. It's just a, a piece of language that's useful. It's just called direct experience. But what it is really, it's just like, it's the verb experiencing. Yeah. It's like the <coughs> verb experiencing is doing its thing. Right. But that's always in the phenomenal Always. World. Yes. Always. Yeah. Always. Because, I mean, I just got the inkling that in the place beyond, there, that can't be there. No, it it's not at all. Yeah, it just can't be. So it's, it's yeah. the experiencing is only in the phenomenal. It's only in the phenomenal. Yeah. Because the, the senses will register, albeit they're usually toned down. Mm -hmm. You know, they get toned down because there isn't a so much attention on all the, the senses, you know, it, yeah. it, it, your attention goes home, no? So, 
So the the whatever happens with the senses and stuff, it's 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 perceived in mm, uh, it's perceived without label. It's more just right. just a smooth happening of textures and touches and, and whatever it is. You know, it's just experiencing is going through the form. Uh, it's not even registered as an event, really. It's 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 like it's passing through the working mind just at the right degree to know that 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 there is touch happening or mm -hmm. texture or cold being felt. It it normalizes to a level where the working mind has some awareness of how to use the information of experience to function. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's nobody experiencing an object. Yeah, because when Joe was talking yesterday and um, it became so clear the way that you explained it that if there isn't a scene, then there isn't a seer. Yes. And that was, was yes. yes, but I didn't know if the seeing could exist without the seer and the scene. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, so that. it reduces to the verb itself and exactly. the working mind happens, you know, the working mind uses the, the verb itself, it's mm -hmm. comfortable with the verb itself. It can do, it can do the world without subject-object. It's extraordinary, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's extraordinary. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it might be shock, the shaking, but very often what happens is that for the scene to stabilize, for it not just to be, mine makes it an experience, it goes back into the drama and says, you know, what, what was that that happened? What was that? And it makes it a story. This is the other option, no? Mine makes it a story, and then years later, I wish I had that again, because it's really become a story and something to achieve. Okay. When that doesn't happen, and, and, and mind is ready for the shift of the insight that came, the body has to play catch-up. So it's like the body, the body shakes off what it doesn't need. It's like it's lifting its frequency in order to um, embody what was seen, in order to adjust to the, to the, the refined perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, you know, leave room for it being that also. Because I did realize when the, when the subway trip up was happening um, that my heart was just skipping beats all over the place. It was like, it couldn't grab steady anything yeah um and uh when i came home the blood pressure was up but that's literally nothing to worry about yes you know it's just i realized something yes. is going on probably yes. in in relation to to yes what i have yes gone through yes yes but no harm will come from the side effect no. it's it's very natural for the body to shift up a gear you know it can take it you know yeah, I do. So what's going to happen now, huh? Whatever will happen. Well done. It's and if the all is well is gone? It's gone. Yeah. I, I can still say all is well. Sure. But because it, it is. Yes, but it does, it's from a different place. Yes, it's from a different place. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's, it's not that that's gone, but... Yeah. Yeah. More has... Included, been included in the yes. all as well somehow yes. or other. Yes. And so let equanimity show itself in its essence. The 
Oh, yes. Yeah. The same sameness same. of everything. Okay, so this, the equanimity, the same sameness of everything shows itself in the unsubstantial substance of everything, right? The, everything is insubstantial. Unsub, I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Everything is insubstantial, okay? And so that that's, it becomes an equalizer, all right? Now, with, uh, whether it's substantial or insubstantial, even if it's presenting as being substantial, mm -hmm. all right? Let's say there's, heaven forbid, but an accident out on the street tonight. And it looks quite, whoa, you know, it's a, it's a real life phenomenal event. Yes. Okay? Yeah. It will look substantial. Even in that, see that there is same, same. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay? When you don't have the common factor of everything is about love, everything is insubstantial. Okay, if you don't have that equalizer, see, see if it's true that everything is insubstantial, mm -hmm. that everything is the same. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Equal, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. is there equanimity all over? <coughs> is there equanimity? It seems within me there is this equanimity. And therefore, it can only be that way out, out there as well, I think. Yeah, so as long as I, I can sense that or plug into it or whatever, then... Okay. You think? Okay, now I'm pointing to something else. Okay. So if it was like a loudspeaker wall tapestry, is there a capacity to... to to perceive from the realm of where it is same same with a, as an alternative to that's a wall tapestry and it's very nice oh there's the speaker it's blocking the wall tapestry you, you see with, without right. this dialogue and without the labeling is there same same um i think for me what, what, what the first thing that happened this afternoon afterwards was that words have no meaning, and therefore that loudspeaker has no meaning, that painting has no meaning, and yes. therefore it is exact. I mean, there's, yes. it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. somehow or other, the word meaning came, came much more to be yes. what triggered things, and I think I'll be able to keep on applying that. Okay, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yes. If if you think meaning is is not going to no, you're fine. Yeah. Because meaning is me, me the, the layer I'm pointing to is between the insubstantial showing mm -hmm. of the nature of yeah. things and the no meaning. Right. It's in between. Okay. Mind might be able to sustain. It has no meaning. Words yes. have no meaning. Yeah. The sounds mean nothing, unless mind wants to do a loop de loop and turn it into language and meaning. Yeah. But the sounds actually mean nothing. Right. Okay? Yeah. So the words mean nothing. If that's not able to be held, the step in between is what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That equanimity there. And like another pairing that, that, that seemed to be just obvious is with no support, but there's no free fall either. So, you know, that's, that's where words can't get you to 
where there is no support or no free fall. How do you mean there's no support and there's no free fall either? I mean, free fall is an experience, no? What do you mean by free fall? Um, in, in, in reality, sort of, in, in, um, if there is no support, then there can't be free fall. That's right. And somehow or other, um, that just allows an equanimity. Because there's no separation, there's no difference, there's no nothing to trigger. Um, Just trying to find you. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to find yeah, you. Well, for me, it's it, I'm trying to. Yeah, sure. To go to yeah, where you're from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to yeah. maneuver there as well. So say that again for me, Tanya. Yeah. Without support. Well, if in that place there is no support. Yeah. There can't be free fall either. That's right. And therefore, I mean, there nothing, I nothing gets triggered. Yes. There. Yes. Yes. This is so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and to me that doesn't that doesn't sound like it's dead. It doesn't that doesn't feel. Whereas, you know, before this, this scene, that's what it would have been like. Mm. Because the ego has, knows dead and alive, and it only has two options. Mind has only two yes, options yes, to choose yes, from. Yes. And it will either like or dislike, and yeah. it, it, it doesn't want either option, because it just wants the show to keep going, really. And it, it wants to wake up, but really it doesn't. It just wants to be there after waking up happens. I'm sure it's ridiculous what mind is trying to do. Yeah? But it, it, it can't, uh, it, 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 it's just not wired. In its absence, what you are is obvious. In its absence, you know? Yeah, yeah. You see? That, so, so that's been my um, way of approaching things, is the not this, not that, yes. the not, not, not. Because yes. that's the only thing that my mind could grasp, yes. Yes. that it wasn't that. Yes. I have never been able to get any image of the beyond. Yes. N no words, no image, no nothing. Of so, course you can't. Yeah. So yeah. That it, it's never been something that I've been trying to get. Yes. Or it's just, I was perfectly content with not this, not that. Yes. Because that I knew. I yes. I could know. Yes. Yes. And so know that mind could easily try to, you know, say, well, well, it, it wasn't empty. It wasn't dead. Just... We'll leave it at it wasn't dead, it wasn't alive. Yeah. Continue your netting netting because mind will like, it was full and it was rich and it was spacious and it's like, whoa, whoa, too much, too much, too much, too much. Something is already, already pulling something in and mind is, we'll work it into a desire and off we go again, ego gets better. Yeah. So keep the netting netting, huh? Keep the, yeah, it wasn't dead, it wasn't alive, it wasn't anything that can be described, but, but you know. Yeah. It, the cracks always seem to happen around you. Sure, I'll have a mirror, my dear. That's all this is, a mirror. You're doing it to yourself. You're, you're doing it to yourself. You are doing it to yourself. There's only that. It's, it's becoming much more an understanding, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm?
investigate is um, you know how like say leaving here and then going back and being with people and um, it, you know so, some of it triggers fear systems for me with certain people not of the person but of the um, what can I say At the time, at the times that I'm unsure of where I stand, maybe with certain people, and maybe there's a kind of an attachment and wanting approval. Some of that is based on maybe not having enough time with them to kind of get that sense of knowing and feeling comfortable and all this kind of stuff. So it's how, like what I find is, I, like I will shut my, I will separate my spiritual life, and I don't, I don't think that's uncommon. I separate it from my functional life, my spiritual life. Mm, mm. And, you know, when I'm more confident, then it's just part of my life, and it doesn't matter if there are people around or not people around. Okay. When I'm more not confident or getting to know someone, wanting to create an impression, having certain desires, whatever, you know, then there's more vulnerability and the fear is of not creating a good impression. And so, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I would push my... Um, you know, my deeper self kind of gets, mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, some of it is some of it is the um, the old uh, childhood programming around um, people getting angry and ridicule. Those two things, right? Of having certain feelings or beliefs or something. So, so that's the stuff that comes up, and then the defensive part of uh, the protection of withdrawing. Uh, and then in the withdrawal of getting angry or being upset or something like that. Um, and especially, like I say, especially in new situations, in comfortable situations, you know, it can be very centered in it and just it has a warmth to it and it has a sharing. And I notice people will gravitate towards me even in that if, if I'm not talking about it and, you know, there's a certain comfort level or something. So I just wanted to kind of, uh, like, like I know that, it gets in the way of, like it, it's like I was talking about on Saturday, it means I have to run those defenses or the defenses. The mind then is the for, forefront mm. of being prepared to do the protection mm. and the discernment too of mm. wants to kind of figure things out, know where the lay of the land is safe, you know, know how I'm going to react. If I, if I perceive something that's going to be negative, then I'm on it, you know, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, so I just wanted to kind of play with that a bit of, of uh, you know where where is safety really? It's not in the mind because the mind is creating the danger. You know. Yes. So how how to uh, soothe the mind um, and really help it relax more because there's nothing to be afraid of really. You know. Not even a tiger in a boat. At Life of Pi, right? Which is yes. so brilliant. Um, yeah, but I saw it this afternoon. Brilliant, really brilliant movie. So, how to tame the tiger, in a sense. Can you let your self image go down the toilet? The self image go down the toilet? Mm -hmm. 
the scared mm. self. I'm flushing the scared self away. Yeah. Yeah. Can you? Well, it's it's your self image, no? Because something is trying to. When you meet new people, it's like there's an investment in your image. Oh yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Of the image that wants to create the impression. Yes. yes. Yeah. You're invested in an image because you, yeah. you you're trying to control it and maneuver it. To, to be liked, to protect this yeah. image that you want them to believe your image. Right. And the image is, um, is to be the mirror of what they like. Of like, course. That's the, of that's course the image. It's, it's not even, it has nothing to do with me, really. Yeah. It, it's Every just to create self-image is manipulation. Like to be the mirror and someone's looking in it and then they see themselves enough that you kind of think that they like you, but they really like what they uh, that's project right. onto you. Yeah, so all this game yeah. goes on. Of fact, yeah. you know, what are they projecting to me and can I reciprocate that? And yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what happens when, uh, when I really don't care. You know, is it, there isn't a mirror? Like it's more like uh, the comfort. The comfort is there, so it's more the receptivity uh, that is so open and just very spacious. You know. So what, what if you were? I want to go back to self-image. So what if you were going to surrender your self-image and no longer invest in how others perceive you? Like, not even pull it back, but actually, I will no longer invest in my, in, in how I want to be perceived. How big is that threat? It's feel, it doesn't feel like a threat. But um, it doesn't feel like it's, it, it's kind of like a novel idea. <laughs> yeah, know? good. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> it's a nice idea. I will yes. no longer invest. I mean, it's a nice, and, and uh, like, who, then who is the I that will no longer invest? You know, like, what is it that isn't investing? Like, that's where. Yes, of course, because you're, you're, it's the ego playing with the ego now. You can't, you see. When, when there's a lot of identification, all you can do is break the identification. You can't jump from identification to like outside of all of it. That's, you see, mm -hmm. grabbing a spiritual concept will be used by the ego to preserve mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. Yes, and that's where it seems to be stuck. Yes. Is you can't just dump outside of it, even though you would like to. You've got to shovel the garbage. Yeah, yeah. So... I will no longer invest in what others think of me or what I in want projecting, to... Projecting an image of how I want to be perceived. I will no longer invest in projecting an image of how I want to be perceived. Everything's uh, kind of wobbling, like uh, it, like there's um, because it's all image. 
Mm-hmm. Like this phenomenal reality is just image anyway, right? Yes, yes. So it like I get it. Okay, so it's it's I won't invest in the image like yes. that isn't real. I won't invest in the unreal. Yes. You know? Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. And then in a phenomenal level, on that phenomenal level, be sure that mind doesn't run any idea of the outcome of this shift in behavior. Yeah, it didn't, there doesn't seem to be that any of that isn't, it is more under, understanding or um, uh, sorting out some confusion around what's real and what isn't real. That seems to be the more important part. You yes. Know? Like and again, it gets in the feeling level. Like it's the, it's the feelings and it's the fright, the fear in particular makes it seem so real. Right? Yes. Like the panic around it or something. Yes. It makes it seem so real. You yes. Know? So you're right. That is what gives it the authenticity. Yeah. Because it doesn't have authenticity. You see, the emotion gives it an authenticity. You know, that's, that's like, um, wow, like that, that just really, uh, it's, it's how uh, conditioning, uh, people conditioned through fear is, you know, that dominant sense of scaring a child or something to make the scary person seem real or something, and then, that, I mean, that... For me, that's how it goes back a lot. Yes, yes, a long way, like to get someone to listen to you that you have to be so scary. You know? Yes, yes. And then, and then it's the imprint of the, of the reality. Yeah, know? that's that's how it works. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I mean, because I, mean, I, I know through, uh, over time, like, a lot of my process has moved with being able to move the grief of it. So, in the relation of that, I will no longer invest in the image, you know, then uh, there's the sadness for having invested so much in it. Sure. You know, so, so that's part of, part of the release is with, um, yeah. Yeah. It's with that it seems so real for so long, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, I'm just hearing Leonard Cohen singing Hallelujah. <laughs> like, uh, just the irony, his irony is really a lot about that. It's the irony of the unreal. Like, that we think things are real and they're not. And they're not. Yeah. Everything is inevitable until it's seen it's not needed. Mm. Say that again, please. Efforting. Efforting. Making an effort. Making an effort is inevitable until it's seen, until it's totally seen to be not needed. Mm-hmm. It won't work if mind decides, 
oh, I'm just going to go into an effortless zone. It should be effort. It's like it won't work. There has to be a seeing that, wow, all that effort for what? Yeah. Just to, you know, just to experience, actually. That's what it was doing. It was for experiencing. Yeah. Well, in a certain level, there's a survival. I mean, there's a... There's a cleverness and adaptation in a sense, you know, and yes. those protective energies like fear and yes. anger, whatever, you know, they have a certain purpose of the survival of the sure, uh, as phenomenal self or whatever the physical self, you know. Sure, sure, and 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 while mind sees the purpose and the play of it, pulling back from to a wider picture, it's just manifestation. It's just because it can. Mm-hmm. Just because it can, but we pull it together and give it cause and effect. You know, it's also the play of opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it seems to me that it's, you know, the the part that uh, all these elements of protection protect like stays inside is the purity or the the ultimate the consciousness is. We create layers not knowing, you know, that it doesn't need layers. It feels like it does for a long time, but then it's like to create them and then dissolve them. Like that's the play. Is the, that's the game. The uh, mm-hmm. the creativity t- twice over, yeah. you know. Creation like, and destruction. Yeah. Yeah, it's like spring yeah. and autumn. Spring yeah. and fall or whatever it's called here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the cycle of nature and, and the human being is natural, like everything else. We create and destroy the image of ourselves. And the creation, you know, that was kind of cool in some ways too. Yes. Let consequences take care of themselves. Pay no heed to consequences. Mm. Well, in the com- in the confident place, it it's easy. In the scared yeah, place, it's harder. Yeah, but in the unconfident place, yeah, it's that's really where the work hard. Is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the part that's difficult. Is yeah. that's the moving into the difficulty is in the yes. When your confidence is low, you've got to watch out for these things. Huh? Yeah. And and for me, new situations, um, you know, they bring up the defense, the defenders for sure. And so, then that's where to watch it. Yeah. And that's where to like, okay, let's see how this flows without any manipulation, without any self-image being projected. Let's just see what happens naturally. Yeah, and it, and. Um, I will not invest in the image because um, <laughs> because why <laughs> I would invest in the image because um, because it's only an image really. The, the price is too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good enough reason not to. The price is very high.
Insidiously in place, mm-hmm. and uh, but I have moments when I'm just like blank, you know, and I get this visceral fear. Ah, it's no. not mind. It's not. It's not mind that I can see. I mean, okay. there's nothing happening. It's visceral. Yeah, yeah. And when she was talking about palpitations, you know, it's very visceral. Yeah. yeah. And when that comes up, what do you do with it? I. I Watch it as best I can. You said the other day about in moments of like public speaking or whatever about noticing how um, I get into the loop, and I do. I mean, I see how that's where I start. I told you about when I was young. I had that moment of like I saw myself. Yes. Yeah, and that's how that got set up in a way. Yes. So when I see that now, there's not that there's sort of relaxation around that. Very know? good. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just sort of watching it. You know. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, the visceral fear. Next time it happens, let it get bigger. Yeah, yeah. Let it get enormous. It's just a, it's just the frequency of existential fear, you know? That's, yeah. That's what cranks up. Uh, let it get huge, let it have you. Call its bluff. That's what I've been doing with the despair. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes. Well, I don't know any other way around existential fear, though. I, I don't, there is no other way around it. It, it has to... It, it, all it wants to do is manifest. And let it manifest. And I sort of feel... I mean, I don't know how to describe this. But I just feel what's behind that. It's huge. Go there and beyond. Mm. Okay, that's all. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hello. How are you? Very well, and you? I'm well. <laughs> So, um, I want to explore a little bit more uh, what we discussed yesterday. So, I remember I said, um, it's as if the, the inquiry is taking place all by itself. 
But I had an insight, I think, or an insight was experienced last night in which there's, there's ownership over this inquiry or this type of spiritual practice. And it seems to have become a trap for me, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And it seems that when I don't own it, and it just happens by itself, the that identity, that sense of me, who's doing it, it's gone. Yeah. It just drops. Yeah. And it feels like... It's interesting because it feels like it dropped me. D- does that make sense? Almost. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the this this unfolding if if we want to call it that has dropped has dropped this sense of self that i have or this image that i have or the hmm. story came up last night. Uh, I think it's a a Buddhist tale and they talk about, um, you know, there's a river and there's two banks. And so on the one bank, there's, you know, you're living in ignorance and then on the other side is enlightenment. And then you got to take a boat across the river and the boat represents your sadhana. And I feel... I feel like I'm getting to the other side, but there's a fear of getting off, ah, right? Yeah. Um, but I sort of feel like I got booted off last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. At this point, you see. Even if the mind, you know, said, well, well, there's a fear of getting off, okay, I'll deal with the fear. Somewhere the mind will have an agenda because it can only do cause and effect because mm-hmm. that's the realm it works with then. So it's like somewhere, even if it's a subconscious level, well, if I dissolve the fear, I might get there. You, you know, it runs these little insidious things. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Um, it's like, you know, coming on, you know, coming on to the, 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 the spiritual path, so to speak, um, you know, there was great suffering, and, and of course the suffering wanted to be alleviated, so um, certain practices were picked up, and meditation, and certain things like this. And it feels like um, the medicine has been taken, Yes. right? And it's almost like the mind is using spiritual practice as a way to keep the suffering going in a really subtle way. D- does that make yes. sense, right? And so, so it's like, um, 
for example, when I would have troubling you know, thoughts or emotions and feelings come up, you know, immediately I would inquire, okay, who's the one suffering here? Um, okay, allow, really feel it, you know, much like what you were just saying, like just let it all, you know, manifest and come up. And, and then, you know, eventually those tools would, in a sense, do their job and, yes. and a deeper peace would, uh, would reveal itself. But now it feels like I'm hanging on to those tools but it's like in a really subtle and, and weird way, it's keeping that suffering still going because now I have to, you know, because thinking is still going to happen, thoughts are going to come up, anything can manifest itself. Yes. That's not the problem. But it's like anytime a troubling thought comes up, it's like, oh, well, you have to inquire into that. Yes. But in a sense, it's, it's, so it keeps the suffering, it gives the suffering a, a purpose. Yes. Does, is what I'm saying making sense? I don't know. I should, yes. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> is the spiritual practice keeping the seeker alive? That yes, yeah. Because last night it's like the inquiry was still happening. Like the practices are still happening, but they they were happening spontaneously. Yes. Without like like yeah, like I had said earlier, without any ownership. Okay. And so all of a sudden, it's the 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 inquiry or or, or what that was all happening, and it yes. was fine. Yes. But there yes. wasn't a me doing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine. Okay. It happens spontaneously. Everything actually happens spontaneously all the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's just that the ownership imagines that it's initiated it. It's always it's like that. That's like afterwards. It's yeah. 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 So the ownership actually isn't making it happen, even when you feel you're doing it. Okay. I yes yes. You know. That was the experience, that, that, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, consciousness is doing it all. Even when there's dense ownership, consciousness is doing it too. Yeah. And consciousness is doing the ownership. It, it, was, it was like, when the inquiry was happening, it was, all of a sudden, it shifted from me doing it yeah. to consciousness is inquiring to itself. Into itself, into itself. Into yes. itself. It's right, that's what it's doing. Yeah, and it was like, this whole, it's like there's been like a shift in power from yes. this, you know, you know, egoically centered practice of me trying to wake up yeah. to like, wait a second, I, I don't even exist to do that in the first place. Right. And in consciousness, this is doing it, it's doing it to itself. Yes. Ultimately. It is. Yeah. Wow. Is. That's super. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's very unburdening because I don't have, I, I don't have to do anything now. No. Yeah. But even if you feel like you have to do something, that too is an idea running in consciousness. Okay. Even that's not you. Yeah. Don't let it have the power to create a you. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of an I is a manifestation in consciousness. Yeah. It does it never creates an autonomous you. Yeah. Can can you see how it doesn't it actually doesn't create an autonomous you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the spiritual search can continue without there being somebody seeking and with nothing to gain. That's exa- and that's exactly how it was the yeah. experience last night. Yeah. It was like I, I think that's that's why it felt so unburdening. Yes. It, 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 because yes. I think you know yesterday in our in our, our wonderful chat, there was that. Um, I think I had said it, you know it's come to a point where even. 
the sense I am, even just the intuitive sense that I exist is is too heavy now. Yes. Right? And yes. and because it you know, it I, again there's still some you know, it's perceived that there's some vested interest in this seeking. Yes. Right? And yes. and then all of a sudden it just again, you know. Yes. Yeah, so Yes. Yeah. And I felt much later. Yes. <laughs> if if the if if there's clarity around that it all happens in consciousness, mm. then even when there is that um the perception that something is to be gained from it. Even that isn't you. Okay. Even that isn't the ego. There's a very thin line in here. It's like slicing in between something, you know? I'm slicing, trying to slice something. <clears throat> Come out from the other side, okay? Okay. Dissolving conditioning will always happen mm -hmm. because the mind is a habitual mechanism. Mm -hmm. And even when it knows that dissolving the con conditioning brings no reward to anybody, it's just what mind does. If it's, been, if it's had a habit of clearing up stuff, it will always continue. And then there's nobody doing it. And it's for no gain. And even the kind of... The, the absence of a contraction that's felt when it's like, oh my God, look at that, I used to do that and my mother used to do that to me, whatever it is. Yeah. You see something, you even know that none of that is true, is leading anywhere, and that the expansion, the release, it's a happening with no juice, with nobody benefiting. Yeah. It all continues just the same, all of it. Because all of it is just the maneuvering of consciousness, imagining itself to have experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I, I see. You can see this? Okay, yes. great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Then the seeking doesn't have to stop. It, it, I think to try to, I think to sort of understand what you're saying, it, it seems like, um, you know, the dissolving of the conditioned mind, the spiritual practice, all these things, as you're saying, are still movements that will continue in consciousness. Yes. But it's perceived even yes. from beyond, which yes. is completely unaffected. Absolutely. Is that what you... Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. And, and it's not even that you're bringing back your perception. It's around... It's, it, it, must be, it must show itself. Yeah. Show, show itself that these things have no capacity to create an idea of a you yeah. that is actually real in any way. It's, it's like such a subtle technique or, you yeah. know, the mind to try to... Yeah. Continue to perpetuate yes. this false sense of yes, of this self. false sense. Yeah. And no matter how realistic it presents, it's always false. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You see, one a lot of people get stuck on the on the on the wrong that says, "Oh my God, the seeking is keeping the seeker alive. Mm -hmm. The spiritual practice is keeping me alive," and then they drop all spiritual practice in order to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, we've got somebody not doing spiritual practice as a spiritual practice. You see? Like, it's like nuts. So, so let's not change anything. Let's not change anything. It's all fine. It's all happening on its own anyway. It's just that the, it's just the subject object drops away. The, the one who owns it, who wants something. If you can see that these things are actually, have no substance at all. Then the habitual mind, if, if it does spiritual practice as a lifestyle, hey, so what? So what? 
cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm, that's wonderful. Um, I had one other little thing. Um, this gentleman here had mentioned about potentiality. Um, and so, for example, he used the uh, term thought storms, you know, thoughts coming up, jumping into the mind stream and such, or attacks of the mind. And the concept or idea of potentiality, if it's not bitten into, if it's not believed in, then the, then the mind's ability to have these mind attacks dissolves? It's very weak. Weak, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's for, for some dissolves totally, and for some, for some it doesn't. So it continues storming, but with no authenticity. Okay, because yeah, so there's it's always like there's that uneasiness, like potentially my mind could start, but even that in itself is just a thought in consciousness That's that right. as soon as it's bought, can create a problem. That's right. Okay, I just wanted to get clarity on that That's from, right. from yesterday, because that that's been my um, the experience as well is, you know, um, there'll be these times of tremendous peace and joy and spaciousness but it's always potentially and it's an idea and it's an idea so I, th- I think it was very helpful that that idea has been exposed yeah. a little bit so yeah. we'll sit with that more sure super duper yeah <laughs> there's nothing to get you no, no I'm there's nothing to get mm. thank heaven thank heaven <laughs> <laughs> Just a seeing through. Thank you. fear. So I'm aware there's a visceral fear that happens during the day. I was watching it today where um, uh, times I'm feeling very comfortable and then it starts to come in and it could be connected to not working during yes. the day. Yes. But there's no thought that comes up so it must be subtle thinking. Yes. So I'm wondering just like you said to this other person whether just to let that get big just let it get really big. Should I be doing the same thing? Yes and no. Yes, to do the same thing and then to add something else. Because as you talk about it, it's clear that it is attached to a story. So for you, let it present a story. Um, And the story will have a belief system underneath it. And that belief needs to be hit. So you have two things to do. Okay. It's going to show you a belief also. And you're onto something. Yeah. It's around the. It's a, you, you said it. You started talking. I think so. About just that start to show itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is there is there is a story attached to this fear. Yeah. And so the belief underneath the story needs cracking, huh? Okay. And then in terms of the doing during the day, um, we talked about being spontaneous for part of the time. But I think part of the reason I I create so much activity is so I don't have to feel the stuff, which is very painful uh-huh. for me. Right. So uh-huh. I think that's great a, distraction. Great distraction. Really works well. So, um, so just spend as much time as I can just staying with it in the story then, I 
guess until it shows itself as yeah you being, know if, if something is coming up don't push it down don't distract yourself say god I feel awful okay okay I'm just going to take half an hour and see and go for a walk with it you know Okay. Or, you know, or just sit okay, Because it. it's often, being at home is often worse. So do I allow it to be worse or go for a walk or... Uh, Exercise is always good. Okay. It's a good way to do this. Okay. Um, it, it, I think it's got something to do with, with, with when the body is in motion, things are looser, things are yeah. more fluid. Yeah. You know, especially with your wiring, huh? Yeah. You know, stagnation doesn't help you. Yeah, it you doesn't. Know? It doesn't help you, no, no, no. Whereas being still is fantastic for other people that are like all over the place. Right. You see? Yeah. It's just you're wired differently. So for you, even if it's too cold, just, you know, walk up and down the stairs or something, you know? Okay. Just walk. Just, yeah. just, just have the body moving. So I'm just going to go into a zone and just feel what this is about. Just go into the feeling. What's this about? What's this about? Okay. And keep the body moving. Great. Yeah, put a balance, you know, yes, yeah. have a balance, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, Recognize, uh, okay, this is 
this is true or this is something that will be useful. Yes. Um, like I came in with a barrel, kind of a barrel of questions of like, um, especially related to trauma and story and somebody who who's a, I have a close relationship with, um, uh, who was my boyfriend, suggested to me that I get therapy or I look into trauma that I experienced. Mm-hmm. And it's like I almost can't tell what to trust in, in, a, in a way because there will always be a story created and yeah, there's something around authority and something around narrative. letting your own authority get stronger. Whose authority? It's the working mind. My working mind's authority? Yeah, the the, the functioning part of being able to have uh, a, a discernment which allows you to move towards and move away. Is it possible that there's something not working? It's just around something that could be cultivated, huh? Okay. I just have, like, I have a tendency to go into these places and yeah. be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's so prevalent or consistent that I just, it's like, okay, well, here we go, it's happening, and, yeah. um, so, I just don't understand why it's why that is always is happening often, and there are often figures that or images that appear of of people that have experienced like trauma. They they tend sometimes it seems it seems like that shows up in in my trauma experience. Anyway, images of trauma or images of other people who've had no, other people who've experienced things that that or their their, their story is um, is uh, traumatic. I don't know if I'm just making this up now. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway, okay. There's a, there's a few things going on. Um, uh, what feels important is is for you to start trusting your own intuition. Mm. So when, when it's, it's like when a thought comes, 
there's there's a default button and you don't know if it's somebody else's or your own. Yeah. Okay, we need to cancel that default. So if you don't go to that place of uncertainty, is it mine or is it my own? If you don't go there, okay. you've got to assume it's your own. Try it out. And then uh-huh. you'll know. You'll know if it's appropriate or not. You'll know if it's like, actually, I don't think that at all. Okay, so how would I... Okay. And take them on as if they're yours. Okay. Take them on as if they're yours and you'll quickly know if they're not, huh? Yeah. But at the moment, the default button isn't helping you at all. You have no option, but right now, something is able to shift it. You're able to shift it. It's like you're done with that. You're done with that. Do you know? I'm constantly being uncertain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Constantly being sort of... Yes. Fearful of... Absolutely. Doubt is like... Yeah. Your default state. Yeah. You just go into doubt. And yeah. then it's like, okay, what do I do from here? And you're, yeah, and you're, you're, yeah. you're uh, like bodily, I notice some, like I'll get even, oh, like there'll be the imagery, the experience of like, like I will literally go in circles. Yes. Like want, when I'm wandering, well, do I go into that shop or do I go into this one? Yes. And then I'll turn around and I'll see my body. I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. a little scary. Sure, 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 sure. And like it's, yeah. It's not in one way, but it's also yeah. just kind of like, yeah. why am I yes. going into this, this, this space? Of this like, space, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like you've, yeah it's like you slide into this other zone, you know, yeah. that you're going in there through doubt, or through lack of discernment, authority, we can call it these things. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It needs to be cultivated now. Okay. It needs to be cultivated. It's like a deliberately Yeah, you've got to deliberately cultivate it. you, you got to, actually... Yeah. You, you got it. You need this. Your working mind needs this self-authority. This, yeah. this knowing of like, yes, no, uh, you know, to, to, to move away from that doubting position. Yeah. So all you could do first is like, okay, that thought, whose was it? Okay, let's say that it's mine and we'll move with it and it'll stick in your stomach or it'll flow. Okay. And after a while, you'll get, well, you'll get to know pretty quickly the taste of thoughts that don't Okay. Grok with you. That don't click. That are not aligned with you. You get to know the taste of them. And right now you don't know the taste of what's yours and what's somebody else's. You don't know the different tastes between the two. Okay. That's what we're after. Okay. Okay. So I can trust that when I'm when I follow a thought or an impulse or Yeah. And that they'll that I'll, I'll have a way of, of knowing whether it suits yes. or not. Take it that it does yeah. until you find out that it doesn't. Okay. Take it that it is yours. Yeah. Because if we don't do it that way, we'll just be doing a delayed doubting mechanism. You'll take it on for a bit and right. then you'll run the doubt again. So maybe it's right. not, maybe I should, I should know. How should I know now if it's not, maybe it's yeah, not. Yeah, I can even We're, hear it sort of spinning in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so that's when I do, like that's when I, when there are things that I have some sort of predisposed confidence yes. in it. Yes. Like I'll go into some sort of lyrical mode of, of dancing or playing music or something that, that I already have. Okay. Have yeah. have this idea of confidence. Okay. It's like yeah. it's clear yeah. that Yeah. <laughs> that I'm here and yes. <laughs> everything's well. 
but it seems to be very uh, only when there are times when it's like okay, there's no option but to yes. when it really yes. really letting there be no um, uh, no question. Yes. Do you know what to do? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Super. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Sure, you're very right. welcome. before I ask a question that I had, that I noticed most people were sharing phenomenal experiences, which seemed to be sort of expressed in that non-subject, non-seer um, kind of realm, like in that center realm. And is that the theme that I would be suggested to stay on? Not at all. No? Okay. Not at all. It's just okay. a coincidence that everybody has spoke so far I've been listening to this all weekend, so it's like, whoa, okay. they're in a different zone. Okay. So it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, no, yeah. they're wrong. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so in a, in a meditation, one of the, the ways I perceived the creation of our phenomenal experience of being human in this particular way, having this dialogue, being able to experience all the physical sensations of the world, is that light had a moment of curiosity which was, I wonder what it would look like to have another form. Okay. And then from then, this was what propelled every moment of creation, every idea, every... And so when you were speaking earlier in the night and there was a dialogue, one thing that came up for me was seeing life, experience life through me. Like, literally the veins pulsing in my body, experiencing the wind, the breeze, and that the moments of pleasure or the moments of grief or everything that's sensational is life experiencing itself through me. And that, I guess one of the challenges I've had is exactly, okay, well, if life's experiencing life through me, I don't, I'm not this closed entity that isn't connected. I'm connected to everything because life is constantly implanting seeds for me to experience and it's just my ego that's interpreting to create a story about me and that that in itself the creation of the story feels like the effort the constant effort and yet it's also a lot of fun and that also yes. seems like a yes. part of life the equal like yes. almost like the ego is that moment mm -hmm. in that creation story that says i wonder except that it's almost like it's been on the loop of saying yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes, back and forth, back and forth. It's like this, but it's not, because that's fun. Like, that's the game. Like, I'm connected and I'm not, because I want to get connected again. But when I'm connected, it's boring, so I want to get disconnected so I can experience. Like, I, it's like, I especially for women, we love, love winning, you know, the knight in shining armor coming to save her. It's like the drama, the tension. And um, I guess one of my questions is, um, in most spiritual practices, there's this constant 
suppression of desire or suppression of emotion and, and you're encouraging of the feeling of the let yourself go with that um, where I guess the question is where is the balance between that knowing that every single thing even the stories the ego creates is still life experiencing life through me and not to get attached to any one aspect mm. Yeah. What would you think if the core of it all was about finding out who you are? T totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds great. So, so then, <laughs> it feels like that actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, who's the me? If life is experiencing itself through me, who's that me? Who's that me? If immediately what I feel is this the enjoyment of all possibility like I can be anything there's it doesn't feel like I have an image or a front or even a limitation in my body necessarily it, it feels like a limitless possibility um, so is there identification with with life itself then rather than the form where's the identification that's interesting just in interpretation, the moments of interpretation. I get, I understand that I say I and I'm here and I'm yeah, physical. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's language. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but there's identification somewhere. It's moving around a bit, and I'm like, mm, yeah. It's <laughs> um, maybe it's in achievement, like in this sense that my identification is I have to achieve okay. something. I don't know if okay. it has another flavor or yeah. description. Okay. Um, like I'm here to achieve or have purpose or accomplish. Um, yeah. Be good. Yeah. And what if those ideas were to be dropped or seen through? That there's really nothing to achieve, that that's just, you know. Yeah. That might happen or might not, but achieving is just an idea. I mean, somebody can, two people could do the same thing. One person can have a sense of achievement and the other one not even notice that they yeah. did. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah, it would feel even more free that the impulses that are exciting or inspiring that eventually lead to that slave mentality of accomplishing down those roads of inspiration would fade away. Like mm. That, yeah, that loop of yes, this is really exciting. I should do this because it would be good. And yes, yeah. yes, yes. And in that, hmm. If those all fell away, mm -hmm. um, yeah, then there'd be oh, so much more acceptance. Okay. And is there a you there then who's accepting? Huh. <laughs> there could be, um, but it feels much more of a fullness, like or, that's already there. It's just like kind of dropping into it. Okay. I feel I'm talking esoteric, but yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It can go wherever it goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who is that you then? Behind all of it, behind mm -hmm. the one who's accepting or enjoying the contrast or whatever it is. Yeah. Who who, who is that one? Almost like pure awareness, like this sense of. I'm not. I'm missing something, aren't I? No, you're doing fine. Yeah. 
just words come up of describing the feeling of this me. I don't, it doesn't have, I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like, this is worth investigating. Yeah, exactly. Who is this one that is the reference point? Because the yeah. reference point keeps moving. Yeah. It's like, hmm, this is an interesting one, you know? Yeah. The reference point <laughs> keeps moving. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, well, hold on now. What is that moving reference point? What is that? Mm. Oh, avoidance. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. there's a bit of avoidance there. Of course there is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm after something, and it's like, hide it. Yeah, okay. Well, there's a fear of being seen. Um, but that's not the point of origin, of who is this me that's accepting and creating all the stories and yeah. enjoying life. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because I can have all the words, but they don't mean anything. It's like correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, now we're going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but that's yeah, it's all meaningless. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can hit that frequency of where it's like, whoops. Yeah, there's nothing. It's like sand. Just that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. This is what you gotta find out. Hmm. Because we can we can play forever, you know. Yeah. It, it, that's what we do, no. Yeah. It, that's what the phenomenal world is about, and experiencing this and explaining that and everything, and that goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Unless what you really are becomes the, the central point, mm-hmm. do you know? And even if it's like pure consciousness, it's like pure consciousness actually is also a trick of the mind. Yeah, exactly. Because I just noticed my ego's already still trying to describe what is this nothingness. Like, yeah. I, yeah. it's like let me name it. Because yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And then I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. like, okay, okay. Slip, yeah. slip through where mind is so active. Kind mm. of slip through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that constant search to name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mind does that, but mind, you're not mind, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just a faculty that, that moves the furniture around. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That's worth investigating. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got to find it for themselves if if the, if if it rocks their boat, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. you got to find it for yourself because otherwise it's just another spiritual concept, and we're off, and it's a religion again, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember what you come up to ask, but that's where we ended up. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to do with merging the separation, the the idea of curiosity. And that it that almost has become the wheel. Yes, I guess that's become my wheel. Yes, yeah, sure. <coughs> and mind can have that wheel, mm-hmm. but it's mind has the wheel. It's not your wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind will always have some wheel. Yeah. You know, that's the point of concentration and meditation is to anchor the mind and then experience. Sure, right? sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, mind have a wheel. That's what it does. It allows for it something, you know, mm-hmm. or a mantra, or the breath, or you know, or anything. Yeah. Going to a movie you saw last week. Anything yeah. at all. Yeah. It just wants to chew on something. That's its nature. <laughs> but it's not you. Yeah. And finding the difference between wow, that's mind and that's thoughts. But what am I? What am I actually? Yeah. That's where that's worth having a look. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oops.
Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it though, but so I'll just start one end, okay? Sure. Thanks to your book, I just have to thank you for that. Nothingness become like an anchor point, and nothingness is it's not even a point. Whatever that is, and it's always changing. I never can touch it. I never can find it. I'm always searching for it, and that's fine. But that along the way was my practice, just to go there, and then that sort of pushes me out the other way, and so it moved, it moved me all the way out, and then I kept coming out to like here. Like, I'm here, you know, like, and this is, this is all here. And so then, then I keep thinking, well, I'm not a self, I'm not, I'm not a person, I'm not, I'm not that. But this, keep presenting itself as, like, as if I'm a baby seen for the first time. It doesn't really have any great significance other than it's there. Okay. And so it allows me to just go through days without, I'm going nowhere, I'm happy with that, I have no plans. And other than touching, feeling nothingness, having pushed itself through, that's basically my ammo, I guess. Okay. And then it just that, and in between there, there's like whole big space of everything, you know. And then it's not, it's not overwhelming. Sometimes it seems like it's a little bit overwhelming, but not. I don't explain that. Like past lives come in and they just come and they go, and I go through deep depression for like two weeks, you know, with it, and then... But I never lost the, the nothingness, I never lost that. I, okay. I was not functional, but I was never without all this space. Okay. And that was just something that... I think I just, for my incarnation, I had to just realize how that played a part in my early life, and just how sad I was, for, for whatever. It's not really that important, but on the end, it's not really important, but just like undoing of things that have happened and that was just one of the things and then like this week we changed our job to a brand new location and I didn't think much about it and then um so I didn't I just went through it and just walked through it and then I ended up being really sick and I had to call in one day and I just felt really horrible and all these impressions kept coming at me from and I realized how we cannot be a person because we're just like in the middle of this storm of like um, things that come at us sometimes you know and then like and then your mind just picks up things, you know, like thoughts are just, they're just scattered across the street, you know, and you just see them and you don't take, I don't take them, but I just see them. They're like odd, they're weird, they're wonderful, sometimes they're curious, but they're just there. And then you have your mind in the middle sometimes that, because you were coming like this, and last time you tried to ask me what was it like um, to be, what is your nothingness like, what is your presence like, and then I tried to explain it, but I couldn't really, and then I thought, well, listen, I'm going to explain it to her. <laughs> I, I just that's I just thought that you know, but then, and then the mind started like picking that up, and it's just like nine because it can't get there, you know, and then it doesn't know, and it just, and then when I go into meditations, like with all the stuff that happened with me being sick, I would just go to this dead space, like literally dead space, and I had this image of my mind just like being a little dog lying outside the door waiting for me to come back and go, what'd you learn? What'd you learn? And then I learned, I learned, the mind. It's not a bad thing. It's like it just it just does. I say black, I'll say white, you know? Or it just it's just mechanical. It's a mechanical device that just sort of operates out there. Yes. And I if I get into it, yeah, I might, you know, cause a few things, but if I just let it be, it doesn't really affect me too much. But I think I lost my train of thought there for a second. Mm-hmm. But um 
So trying to, to explain and then nine and, oh, I lost it. But okay, so my, the mind sort of somehow wants to explain because it wants me to explain something. Like I live this whole thing I don't explain. Like what, this is just like the tiniest little bit of it, you know? And, okay. And so sometimes people, what'd you do on the weekend, you know? Yeah. And you know, just look, you know, I thought it was, I don't know, I just had a lot, I don't know what this, I don't know what I'm saying. It's just, it's very vast, it's very beautiful, it's very wonderful. And even though I'm nothing, I just feel totally alive because of it, you know? <laughs> so, am I missing something somewhere along the way, or should I? When, when you talk about yourself, I don't know if it's language or if there's something in it, when you say, mind tells me, what, what, what do you mean? Well, I'm aware of mind, it's a thought, it's just mind is just there. And who's the one who's aware of mind being just there? Well, whatever is that mind is, also, or is that another well, that's perspective? Like a, that's just another perspective. But that perspective goes too. Like it just okay. it, it can go away too. But okay. in order for me to navigate through this world, right. there has to be some. Because I think when I'm here, there's no language, and I don't really know. But the, things yeah. come through, you know. Like, and then has to, and it's the mind that interprets it eventually that yes. brings it back to me that says, oh, you know, it's like. Eh, intuitive thought coming, rising up, and I, I'm seeing something, you know, that might be helpful, might not be helpful, you know? And but, can you see that it's mind that's seeing something? It's mind that's interpreting intuitive thought? Yeah, it's, it's, it's giving me a thought that's just is there, but as soon me, as they, You know, the me is another mind, okay. another aspect of mind. Yeah, well, I don't know. But you know, like, a lot of the stuff that happens just happens. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. After it appears, it's, it's of no use anymore. Yes. It's like, it's just... It just happened. Yes. It just, everything just happens, you know? Yes, so then just wait for the next thing to happen. So that's when I say, I have no plan, I have no plan. I, don't, I feel that way. Except sometimes when, like this week, when I have to explain something or try and think, and then, then hearing people talk and I get all wrapped up in this little, mm -hmm. this little thing, thinking, oh, what's it all about? When I don't really feel that way. And I guess the mind, I don't know what I'm saying. I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> I just got confused myself. It's all right. It's all right. Because I'm not usually, it doesn't usually have to be explained or no, understood. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Or, and maybe I don't really have to. Yeah. And just let it be or... Yeah. Yeah. And... Because I really don't feel... I have to use me as a word or I. Sure. But it's not like... I don't know how... It's, it's not like... It's not like it was before. Like sometimes I have thoughts that I used to identify with Clark, and that would have been an old Clark thought or something like that. And okay. And that's what it seems like, and that's where I would have taken ownership of that. But that, I don't feel inclined to take them anymore. Okay. I may act this. I don't know if that's true. But is there a you there who's not taking ownership? That's why I don't. I don't know if there's any. It's just. What's the reference point? There is no reference point. It's like. Okay. There's. To okay. explain it, I have to have a reference point, but there is no real reference point. All right. Point. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm after. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all right. That's okay? Yeah, that's okay. And just don't try and... Because when you bring in the language, it makes it too small. Sure. And then... Sure. I think... And language is dualistic, so it's always... We're always kind of qualifying and trying to find some way, you know. But that's just the nature of the gig. That's true. I'll just shut up. 
Fine. Yeah. I have two words. Okay, yeah. Slow down. Okay. I'm nervous now, so that just came That's out. all right. Yeah. No, just slow down. In general, slow down. I, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know where it is. You'll, you'll know where, but something... Something needs... To, if something slowed down, something can click into place. Okay, I'm going to try and be more specific. Yeah. Something is too speedy. A lot of things have clicked into place, but something is still too speedy. Yeah. Well, we just changed my job, okay. my position. So okay. I'm on a big learning curve right now, okay. which I'm just standing back from All right. and just letting, letting it happen. Okay. But still, the mind still has to absorb yeah. all that. So I, I got that like spinning in That in the could background. be the spinning. It could be because of that. Okay. It, could be it, it just feels like there's something too speedy. That part is... I just have to sit back and breathe and know it's just going to fall into place. Yeah, like of course it will fall into place. Or it won't, but you'll deal with it either way. Well, that's what I fear. You it's all, it's all, all in happening right now with that. I just sure. let it go. Yeah. It just happens. I yeah. Just... Yeah, just see if slowing down, just see if slowing down has resonance in any other facet. Just slowing down. Yeah. Just slowing down. Yeah. It's important. And I, I can't, I don't even know why, but, but I know there's something, there's something. <clears throat> something can click into place if slowing down happens. Yeah. I think I just got myself riled up over thinking about a question. No, it's all right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not even what you're saying. It's something else. Okay, yeah. It's something well, else. I'll figure it out then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it might be the work thing. But I think there's something behind that. Okay. There's something else. But just let it present itself when it happens. Exactly, right? exactly. Just just like let your you know, MO include and slow all of this down and slow all of this down. Slow it all down. Yeah. And something there's space for something to show itself. I know I'm being very vague and it's like I know what I'm talking about and I really don't. All I know is that it's important for you to slow down. That's all I know. Okay, yeah. Maybe not try and go so... Yeah. So far. Like there's no need to really. Yeah. I was pushing myself that there's, way. There's a push. There's that, a push. For some reason, just I thought that was a thing to do. Sure. But, and, yeah. and you do it for a while till you kind of get to know the territory. Yeah. But the speed at which you're, you're going there isn't, isn't going to be sustainable. Yeah. It's got to be more organic, or at the speed that's natural and that honours the Clark body-mind. Because that's the other end, which is just appearing for the first time in my life, and it's, it's okay, I decided, you know? Yeah, just what it is, for sure know? it's yeah. okay. For yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just slow down. Right up beside your bed or something, you know? Just slow, slow down. down. Yeah, without, like, slow down what? Like nothing. It's just slow down in general. <laughs> just slow down. Yeah. Keep that for sure. Yeah. It will help, yeah. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Good to see you. Thank you. Nice to come back and see you. I know, I think my, 
uh, gentleman who was just up uh, expressed a lot of what I'm going to say, I think, but uh, okay. I'm relatively new. Sure. A couple of years of uh, listening and uh, going to a few sad things. Anyways, uh, I, really, uh, I really think I'm aware of the things that are going on, like the, my story and how I can get caught up in a in the salt, in the pity party, and all the rest of the stuff, and I pull myself out really quickly. Um, I used to suffer from depression a lot and everything, but I don't. That doesn't occur anymore because I'm not allowing myself to. Uh, right to go there. Yeah, um, but I just. Uh, uh, I can't always be as honest as I need to be about what's going on in my life. Honest uh, with yourself or honest with others. No, with myself. Okay. The, the other others, it's easy to be honest with, okay. or not be honest with. It doesn't yeah. matter. Great, great, perfect. Um, I just, uh, for me, um, uh, you know, I, I have a, I have an agenda. There's an agenda in me, and I can recognize it, but I easily uh, justify it and uh, and do it shortly <laughs> afterwards. You know. Yeah. And I find listening to you and uh, others on the uh, and coming to the set sayings. Uh, uh, that it helps me uh, uh, get closer to the to the honesty of it. So. But um, one thing, uh, and I don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent, but I don't feel um, like I don't have this great desire to, to go anywhere, you know, to be awakened or whatever. Mm, I just, I the things that I've learned and uh, uh, helped me. I mean, I feel I've never felt better in my life, um, and it's just, it's just such a blessing. All of this and. Uh, there's, there's no uh, there's no me going to there's nothing I'm not seeking anything and I don't know if that's right or wrong well it's wonderful happy days that that desire hasn't grabbed you it's wonderful because the work can continue without that desire yeah. so it's perfect and it is continuing it's great I think my biggest stumbling block which again I think was addressed earlier with the young lady there um, was um, uh, I don't get the the, the nut I'm I'm aware of all the things that are said. I, I can I can really grasp a lot of this stuff, um, but I, I just I can't get past me because <laughs> I you know I know and I mean I can uh, uh, I can defer pain because I know the pain is just happening to the body. It's oh, not really happening to me. The mind is <laughs> pain, and, you know. Okay. I, it can I can get it to subside or whatever, uh-huh. and and different things like that. But I I still identify with this. You know, I, I have a, a, a love for somebody, and, uh, and of course with the love comes the connections and, and all that, and I, and I, you know, it's all there, but I'm, but I'm nothing. But yet I am nothing, and I just can't get past the I'm nothing. And so that's my big question, and I think you addressed it earlier. Okay. Okay. What, what makes you more identified? What are the situations? You just mentioned loving people and the attachments. Is, is that what kind of makes you feel a, a man in the here and now? You know what I mean? In the fully identified normal... Yeah, I want to, you know... I, <laughs> my ego plays a big part in my life and uh, always has. And, yeah. But I recognize it for what it is. But I, I, can't, I can't always be that honest with myself to, to tell my ego to, uh, to go away. Okay. You know, this is uh, this lady uh, said before about it, the impression that yes. I, uh, yes. you know, I want to to look good or whatever it is I want to do. Is it self-image? Uh, what is it that makes you cheat? That makes you kind of be dishonest with yourself? I think it's self-image. It's um, okay. uh, 
being a part of the crowd or whatever it is. I really, I can't even explain it. It's just that... Uh, it's important to find it out though, huh? Because this is yeah. the juice to keep mm -hmm. the dishonesty going. Honesty is, is key. It's, it's key. Mm -hmm. At some point it's going to have to be developed and you might as well go for it now. Yeah. For sure. Okay. okay. So what's, what's, what's the benefit of being dishonest? What's the hiding giving you? Um, well, the less I look at it, the, uh, the, less, the less bad I feel about things. So... Um, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I have uh, what's called a lot of character defects and a lot of shortcomings, and I deal with those on a regular basis. It's being human. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. So I identify them and uh, and and move on. And it's yeah. easy once once I've identified them to look at it and say, oh yeah, that's that. Yeah. So um, uh, you know, it's just uh, like I'm extremely homophobic. Okay. Yeah, because of stuff that happened when I was a kid. Sure. So I had to address that. Yeah. And then uh, and look at it as well. That was that, and it's got that's nothing that. to do with me. That's right. And uh, and move on from it, but yeah. it doesn't stop it from arising. All right. It does arise, and I, I I get rid of it. All right. I can be honest in that way. Okay. But there's other other uh, honesties. I mean, there's some character defects or whatever you want to call them that I don't really want to get rid of. I kind of enjoy them. All right. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, like what? Can you give me an example? Oh, I don't know. Uh, procrastinating. Okay. okay. I'm trying. I'm being nice there. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but procrastinating is one of my my hugest issues. Okay. Uh, always has been. Uh, probably always will be. Or I hope it's not. But it's a, sure. It's a huge one for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I can't be honest with myself with it because I'll sit down on the computer and say I'll just be here for half an hour. Or, Six hours later, I'm still there. Yeah. And um, and other things like that. Anything that uh, 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 brings me pleasure, I can uh, I can uh, overdo it and and convince myself that it's okay. Okay. So so what about what what, what would be the knock on effect if you said okay I'm going to do half an hour on computer okay okay get a grip here I'm actually probably going to be about six hours and that's fine. If you were to make that leap. What would be the disadvantage in making that leap? There would be no disadvantage to that at all. I, I do try to do that. Yeah. But then when I look at it logistically, when I could be doing this or that, uh, maybe I should be doing some work for my, you know, uh, some homework from, from work and or something like that, but yet I continue. I, instead of going there, I go here. Okay. So it's yeah. the shoulds. It's a guilt. It's, it's guilt. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's guilt. It's guilt. Okay. All right. Guilt is torture. Yeah. And all it does is just paralyzes. It just stalls development because you have mm -hmm. to wait until it lifts before you can do anything. Yeah. Do you know? Yes. So, what benefit are you getting out of stalling things? None. You must be getting something though to do it to run guilt. You must like some juice. Do you, do you, do you need to be punished or do what? What is with guilt? Mm -hmm. So some karmic loop that you've got yourself involved in that there's an advantage to guilt or... Yeah. Uh, I never thought of it. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you've set yourself up to feel guilt, actually. Because mm -hmm. you, you've, you've set yourself up to... Yes. Yeah, yeah because when I, when I do my taxes, mm -hmm. you know, I feel very good about it. <laughs> <laughs> of course! 
but I, but I don't always do them yes, sure. right away. Sure. Yeah, and I and I really can't, I really can't explain that except what you just said is that for some reason or other I feel as though I need to uh, yeah. suffer. Even yeah. though I don't feel suffering, I still That's setting right. it up. You you set it up. You you set it up to kind of hurt yourself mm -hmm. because it's. <clears throat> I could pull out five or six different ways where you kind of pulled yourself down mm -hmm. when you were talking there. Yes. You just you, you very comfortably negate yourself, negate yourself, negate yourself. It's like God, why why would you hurt yourself like this so much, huh? Yeah. 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 You see, so it's like, you know, and the guilt is just another layer on top of it. It's like it's like you you have this mo of hurting yourself, or you don't you don't want to see how f fabulous you can be, or I don't know, or you're scared of what you can be or where you can get or why yeah. why would you hurt yourself huh don't know yeah. yeah or is it when somebody gets beyond their station that you, you hate when somebody gets like I'm, I'm trying to think of a word that's not so Irish <laughs> kind of a superiority complex we would say cocky you see? Oh, inferiority <laughs> complex on my part I would have yes mm -hmm. I, I do suffer from uh, inferiority yeah yeah, yeah. And when I was younger, I always had a uh, a fear of, um, and I don't know where it came from, but I always had a fear of the the police, the principal, the teacher, anybody of authority. authority. I just I, I feared with uh, yeah. tremendously. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's so that's where I need to look. That's where you need to look. Yeah. That that whole game of of, of power, superior, inferior. Mm -hmm. You know, and and. Yeah, and, and you've, you, you're, you're maintaining yourself in one half of the equation. Mm -hmm. You're maintaining yourself in inferiority, you know? Right. And, and, and the dishonesty and everything else is an offshoot of that, you know? Yeah. There might be more things in the dishonesty, but I've got to crack this one first. Why do you pull yourself down so much? There's a lot of honesty going on. Yeah. But just not, uh, just not, not uh, total honesty. I no, mean, that's right. Stuff, and it's uh, critical. It's critical yeah. self-honesty. You, you, you'll get stuck. Yes. Yeah. Unless you have self-honesty at this level. So it's the one to go after. So it's okay to be in between, eh? <laughs> it's all in between, isn't it? Yeah. You have to find your own in between. Do you know? Yeah. So do good work on that, huh? I will. Yeah, yeah. Great. Thank you so Great. much. It's a pleasure to see you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Have another one? Have somebody? Yeah, sure. Is there anybody else who feels they need to come up? You come on anyway. That's a quick question. Sure. Um, other people are talking about um, visceral fear that's coming up. Um, in the past, when I've done meditation or pranayama, and I've gotten to that really quiet place, yeah, I haven't had fear, and and suddenly. Recently, fear has uh -huh. has been coming up, uh -huh. and I think maybe part of it was because before, when I was meditating or doing pranayama, I had a desire to be someplace. Okay. And and now, I think I'm afraid of that emptiness. Yes. And yes. I'm not sure where to go with it. Just yes. Whether I should do what you've said with other people is to go deeper. Yes, or let it get bigger. Huh? What, are, what are our options? We suppress it, deny it, or go right into it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. Okay. 
what can we do, huh? You know, yeah, at a certain point, and the visceral fear is usually the, the, the right time to do it. At a certain point, fear is the strongest emotion. You've you, you got you to see what it's about and untangle it and discover, okay, am I going to be a slave of fear of this emotion or is this going to be okay too? And, and that's what the learning is, yeah. you know? It, it seems to have a lot of power over the human mind, you know? And, and the body, and it cranks yeah. up everything. It really paralyzes everything. So yeah. it's like, okay, let's, let's really find out what it's, what it's made of. What, what, what is its power anyway? Yeah. So exploring the nature of fear, you know? Yeah. Why not? It's just, it just seems like such a surprise because it wasn't there before and it's kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, desire will suppress anything, <laughs> you know? Because if there's a desire running to, to get someplace, you, you miss what's actually waiting because yeah. the desire is all about me. And so the me story is, is just uh, too strong, huh? Yeah. And now these are things that are not story connected. They're just... Understanding will come from them. Yeah. They just you know? are. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you'll be all right, you'll find. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Sure, sure. Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to share an experience of me to you and just something that I kind of like a stock. Um, almost a few months back, um, I've been in meditation for a few years now. And, um, a few months back, um, I had a partner who uh, we were kind of trying to make a decision about the relationship and I tried to kind of like postpone that and we decided to put a deadline on that and on the decision on the decision mm. and I realized that making a decision is so so difficult uh. and my mind is generating so many options and so many ways that sometimes I feel that it's kind of like a train, high-speed train that goes. And I just want to jump out of that train. And it, it was so hard that sometimes in the morning I, I used to walk up with, with panics. And I, I couldn't stop it. Although I was practicing meditation. And when you do and sit down, this, everything is in peace and quiet. And, and you come to a conclusion that doing, doing a meditation is okay, but when you get into real situation, how you apply that is more important. And, and that, that's the point that I usually fail. Because um, when you're under pressure, um, emotionally or, or by making a decision, it's the time that you need to apply the tool that you're practicing and that I'm, I'm failing that. So, and since then, I kind of like, because my, my number one priority of my life was enlightenment. I'm, I'm, I'm patient and I used to read Rumi a lot and looking at a lot of textbooks and I believe in love of God and die before you die and being selfless and egoless and, and suddenly after that, everything collapsed and mm. I, was, I was thinking to myself, is it is it really so? Is it is it that point to achieve? And how how can I 
simply I cannot stand back of my mind. I mean, um, maybe all of the Marcana Flaga stories that I was following so many years and what, what happened to them? I mean, so it's kind of like six, the last six, seven months till now, I'm kind of like as if I was in a kind of like a, a box ring and I was knocked down and I tried to, to find my fit and it's kind of like difficult when you do this for so many years and still you cannot control your mind. And it's kind of like your hand, your, your hand is part of you, you cannot separate that from yourself and so you have got two options, you, you have to be, become kind of like master of your hand or your hand become master of you. Yes. And I never managed to do that too. Yes. I thought I, I was, since in the real situation I couldn't. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, so observing your mind, that doesn't really work for you? I cannot, I couldn't at that experience. Yeah. And every, every time I go under pressure, yeah. I can't cannot detach myself. All right. Okay. Have you ever resonated with with doing everything for God? Um, what, what do you mean? Of what, what I'm doing is I, I'm just playing with diff, different ways to get to the mm. same place, right. okay? Because because you've tried a few things and it's like mm. okay, actually, actually, when those those don't work, when practices don't work, mm. very often an attitude is what will shift something, right? Right? Mm. And it's like. One option to throw out is to see how it sits to actually, not my will but thine. It's that kind of a line of, of like, okay, okay, I've no attachment to the outcome here. It's, mm. it's, it's almost like, you know, the, the will of love or the will of God or the will of whatever, whatever makes sense to you. I'm, I'm kind of suggesting a surrender. Because if it's mm. you and the mind, you are watching something, it's like it's combative almost. It is, yeah, yeah. And and to all what you're saying, I before before six, seven months ago, as if I was kind of like an architect, I yeah. I built everything. Yes. And since then simply I don't know if yes. the God exists or not. Yes. Or if the love exists or not. Yes. And I, I decided not to deny it, I decided yeah. not to accept it. Yeah. So, I don't know, I mean, everybody talking about the truth and everybody talking about the love and... Yeah. I mean, this is, this is truth, I mean, this is, this is what okay. we, we are sitting here. Okay. So, to surrendering to what? To that which put you there. So, what, what is that? Because... Non-conceptual. Can it be a non-conceptual source? Okay, I'm trying to move away from the, the combative thing that you've gotten right. yourself into a loop with. And when combat doesn't work, the opposite of it is surrender. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm suggesting a path of surrender. It might be worth right. a try for a while mm-hmm. till your mind gets out of the combative loop. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of different ways of interpreting surrender. But, but it's, it's almost like... Um, it's like letting yourself slip into the background a bit. Now, mind will fight it by saying, well, well, I don't know if I'm, if I'm surrendering to what. And it's like, mm, it might be an excuse to not go there, actually. Mm. Do you know? Right, okay. So, let yourself go there. It's just mm. like, okay, I'm going to slip into the background and, you know, everything I do, I'm just going to reinvest it back into the universal energy. Everything is for the, the energy that keeps life going, whatever that is. You don't need the mm. concepts of it. Right. It's just like... I've got no attachment to the outcome of this. What, however it happens, you know what? Something else is going to take care of it. I'm just going to do my part and something else is taking care of it. Right. If there's a surrender in everything you do, mm-hmm. this will all free up. Right. Okay. Surrender in whatever way makes sense to you. Do you know? So that yeah. your mind doesn't cancel it out. Because your mind sure, yeah, very yeah. quickly wants to cancel it, cancel it, cancel it. It does, yeah. Yeah, it does. And just mm-hmm. see it and say, hey, mind, you're just fighting surrender. Mm-hmm. We're just going to surrender here. It's smoother, it's softer, and we're going to surrender. Surrender to what? Surrender to oxygen today. To the sky mm-hmm. tomorrow. Doesn't freaking matter. <laughs> you, know, you might right. have been talking to your mm-hmm. mind like this. Sure, you know? Yeah. But one of my, my problems, I guess, I, I make living from my mind. I mean, from thinking. You, you make a make living. a living out of thinking sure. because that's 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 what I do. Sure. So um, that's your job. I, that's I made it as strong, so yeah, as if it has become my biggest foe and also friend. Yes. So yes. I need to somehow yes go around it. So when you're at work, you use that mm. tool. Right. Outside of work, it surrenders. Surrender. It surrenders. 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 Mm. And when I ask you the question to what, it seems that it's looking for a subject to, to yes, do Yes, it's that. looking for a subject, yes. Give it any subject, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's about the verb surrendering. Right, okay. And if it wants to what, it'd say, well, to what I really am. Mm-hmm. And it'll find a hole with that. And then the next day, give it something else. Until it's just, no, this is just about surrendering. It's not to anything, it's just surrendering. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the ideal. Something that has started nagging to me now is that is it going to be a waste of time? Because everything is a waste of yeah, time. Yes, so because <laughs> everything is. It, and it's lovely. For so many years, it prioritized to me that everything you do, it should be in the line of going to reach the enlightenment or whatsoever. So it's a huge desire, I understand that. So now it has a category. If it is not in that line, it's based off time. If it is, it's okay. It so is. That, that, that's something that I need to... It is. Hmm. Hmm. So it's surrendering would be... Yeah, it's the ego that we're asking the, surre- the ego to surrender. Right. Okay. Instead of trying to control everything, because it's gone into a control zone. Mm-hmm. And we're asking it to surrender, inviting it to surrender. Right, okay. Right, okay. Thank you, okay. sir. Sure, sure. Okay, people are putting on their jackets and moving towards the door. I get it, I get it. <laughs> okay, thank you, everybody.